You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello and welcome back to the Oz Network for another episode of recap of RuPaul's Drag Race season ten. We are chugging along. Four episodes in. Four interesting episodes. I think this one was another shock twist in terms of our challenges, in terms of a lot of things, and we've got a lot to get to. A lot of a lot of outfits to run through. A lot of uh, conversations to get through. As always, I am Rossi, and I too built myself from the ground up. You fucking bitch. And I'm Brian, and I don't want anything on this podcast, uh, anything that I say to insinuate that I don't want a sugar daddy. Come, come by and buy me things. That's fine. <laughs> and I'm Kyle. I didn't spend my time reading books or turning looks. <laughs> so what'd you do? <laughs> Not a lot. <laughs> And just watch other people do the work. And then talk about it on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. I ain't saying I'm a gold digger. So this was another, lo- another long episode. Um, this is a season of long episodes, um, which I was not expecting. Um, well, I guess before we get into the episode, uh, since you haven't been here in two episodes, is there anything, Kyle, you want to touch on mm-hmm. that we that you just want to share your opinions? I, we need to know. Well, did you like the Twitty Bird Rat? <laughs> This this was your your big cliffhanger to find out my yeah. opinion. Um, I, look, I wasn't <laughs> raving about the Tweety Bird dress. Um, I think Asia looked stunning, um, but you know, I, I didn't see it and think, you know, like, oh, she got this. Um, but I was very happy to see her take out the win last week. Um, I was more excited about her uh, performance of the acting challenge than the runway. <laughs> and what were your thoughts on the Farmer Rusical? Did you love the challenge? Uh, musical. Ah, it was okay. Um, I think there's been stronger uh, musical ones that we've had in the past, so I wasn't that big on it. I think a lot of the the humor in it, I just, I don't know, it felt a bit cheap, perhaps. Um, but it's still fun. Like, I think, oh, I can't remember. I think I might have said that I would have been the second one, but I've probably continued to rent things from <laughs> every other episode. Yeah, but I'm still, I'm still big on this season. Like, I'm enjoying all the characters that we've got. I think there's still a lot of potential with who we've got in the comp. I definitely agree. I think it's definitely been a lot more highly rated than season nine, which was like mm. epitomized as the best friend race. <laughs> and this is yep. the clear opposite to that. So I think we've definitely been getting a lot of interesting things to talk about. Like I, I, I would not want to podcast about season nine really, because there was not much to chat about. In comparison to what we have this season. So this time we got the big mouth bitches. <laughs> do you think do you think RuPaul thought, right, I don't want another best friend race, what am I gonna do? And then he met the Vixen and he was like, Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That sorts out everything. Yeah. But in the same vein Oh and bitches uh, that don't like each other that look the same, yeah, chuck them in too. Oh yeah. Well like you have people like Cameron Michaels, who literally does not talk ever, and then you have people like Blair, who's like super friendly, like I'm just 12 years old and everything. It's just like clearly there's like total opposites going on here. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's definitely purple, Cameron. Yeah, which she called. She she says it all the time. She's like, I didn't come here to do that. I just came here to do my stuff and leave. And it's like fair, but you didn't talk on the cameras either, so it's your own fault. Yeah. But what- What's interesting is if you jump on her Instagram, like she's she's pretty vocal. 
Like, I think she literally just wants to stay away from the drama because it's not like she can't spin a yarn. Like, she's mm-hmm. she's she can be pretty heated about stuff. She sits in her car and I don't know, chats about whatever. Uh, oh, good example. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah, it's different when you're in a competition. So I guess she's focusing on what the challenges are, um, and we're, we're not seeing her in confessionals at all either. Um, which is odd. Usually it's something from them, even if it's just telling us exactly what the challenge is. So I don't know, maybe it's just like, I don't know, shying away a little bit in this comp. Um, so I, I can't remember seeing the last time we had like, a purple character. That doesn't happen that often, does it? I don't know, we wouldn't remember them. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to think. I don't know if there's anyone that's particularly... Invisible. I, they're drag queens. You can't be invisible. No. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Usually you have, like, train rail stars. No, no, no real, like, mm. I don't know, just, like, nothing characters. But. I think maybe the only yeah. person would be, like, Pheromone from last season was quite, you know, quiet, but still had, like, something to the character, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we still knew who she was. I guess it's the ones that seem to fly under the radar who are safe consistently. They're the ones who can be a bit invisible. Um, yeah, that, which, like, Monet claims that she's been flying under the radar at the start of this episode. And she... Well, not anymore. <laughs> yeah. And she claims that, um, you know, Cameron would have done better in that episode, last week's episode if she had some sponge to accommodate her look. <laughs> I love it. I love that she keeps pulling out the sponges. It's very similar to Bob the Drag Queen, once again, who always had the purse from the first episode. And, like, Monet is going for the same thing here of the sponges will be her thing. Which I'm here for, so keep bringing them. Yeah. You even hear the crew cracking up about it, like, behind the camera. It's great. I just love that it's coming out of nowhere, and Asia is still very much against it. It's like, where did they come from? Get rid of them. <laughs> yeah. And then we also get, at this point, a bit of conflict between Monique and Mayhem, between the, the leadership, which felt mm. a little forced to me, just because it just seemed like, oh, Ma- Monique did a lot of talking. I didn't. And then Eureka, like, spun it that Monique was overdoing it and but i was like really on monique's side like she continually asked and checked and everything so it seemed really weird to me yeah i I feel like it's one of those things where production tells them like talk about this talk this out and so they have to say something i reckon like with that particular drama like mayhem yeah was was a bit quiet and it can be hard to voice your opinion um if you do have a strong leader so, I don't know. I don't think either of them are necessarily in the wrong. It just the communication wasn't there. Um, Mayhem should have spoken up, um, and she didn't, and that was, you know, what saw her you know, be in the bottom last week. So, I guess we start with the new day, and RuPaul comes in with what I think is such an ugly suit, but teach their own. He <laughs> uh. looked like a 70s living room. He looked awful. <laughs> And uh, Aquaria even called it out on, like, I think it was on Instagram or something, that RuPaul's wearing the red turtleneck, which is what Aquaria wears in confessional. Right. The uh, the Ryan Ulrich look. Um, yes. <laughs> and we get 
I can't believe I'm going to say this. We get our fourth mini challenge in a row. Yeah. I looks can... like it's mini challenge season. When was the last time yeah, we had four thinking... mini challenges? Like, isn't, isn't this the first season that RuPaul has been put on like a like a mainstream network in America? Um, I, I feel like it's off of whatever it was before, and now it's on. Like, what what was it aired on before? Um, the last seasons they had it on Logo before. That's right. Yeah. And I thought it was season nine they started putting it on VH1, which is a little bit bigger. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Uh, I just wondered whether or not they had to make some sort of like slight format changes because they had put it back on a like another network, and that is also why the episodes are longer. Yada yada yada. Yeah, quite possibly. But that didn't change All Stars three, which would have also been on VH1. Yeah, true. Because it had hour, hour, and then like. 30 minutes the last three episodes, except for the finale. Like, it was all, like, shortened at the last hurdles, you know? Yeah, that was a bit weird. <laughs> it was very inconsistent. Kind of like Australian Survivor. We did that as well. So we get uh, celebrity photobombing as the mini-challenge. Uh, I don't know how these challenges really work. Like, I get it, how it works, but, like, how did they know what it's supposed to look like? Like, if RuPaul told me, you're going to have this photo to photobomb, I'd be like, what? How do I know what it looks like? <laughs> yeah, I was wondering this. They must be able to see a screen with them on it um, to see their positioning or, like, just see what the initial picture is to work with it. Because, yeah, I was like, how is Monique grabbing one of the Jonas Brothers' bulge? If you don't know where it is, he ain't there. Unless they I brought him in. I love this challenge. I think the mini challenges are my favorite part of the whole episode. <laughs> I just think they're so funny. I did not think Monique was going to win. She always gets upset when she doesn't win. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be the... Yeah, she's definitely got attitude there. Um, I think Asia's face is just so funny when she tries to be ugly. It's so good. <laughs> yes. But was she trying to be ugly? Uh, I feel like, uh, just like in general, they all were. They were all pulling stupid faces. They were all pretty funny. Yeah. I love that we got the cracker hair again. Two, two, ep- two yes. episodes, or two episodes this season so far. It's coming a new brand. And I think that's great. Like she, she's so recognizable from that alone. And like, I, it's ironic that she gets called out for copying other people, but she's got like such an iconic look with that hair. It's great. Yeah. I, I also like these mini challenges. I feel like it gives people, um, like an excuse just to be ridiculous and maybe try an aesthetic they wouldn't usually go for. Like Blair St. Clair in this one sort of goes for like the trashy, she's got a cigarette in her mouth and she's flashing, which is like not her style. Um, but it's just great to see her just be very playful like that. And it doesn't really matter. I've been loving all these challenges this season. Like I don't, like, I feel like there's so many challenges in the past where I was like, oh, that's weird. I don't really care for that. Just end it. Like, but these have all been fun to watch. And I think for yeah, a lack of yeah. comedy queens, this has been, like, some of the funniest stuff we've seen. Like, I will always remember, like, Monet's Irish, like, jig dance and everything. <laughs> like, like that's just too yeah. great. So do you guys agree with Aquaria as the winner for this one, for the mini challenge? Yeah, like, I hate how much I'm eating my words, but Miss Cracker and Aquaria are so good. I love them on the show. I don't want them to go anywhere. And they're, like, the bottom of my draft. <laughs> and I, like, 
I basically tied them for bottom because I just couldn't care less which one goes first, but they're both so good. Yeah, you definitely made that draft based on your disinterest in the drama between them and that being a storyline rather than them individually. Um, I think I, I did the same thing with my picking of the Vixen where I just saw her, I thought of Nina Benina and I just didn't want it, so I put her down low. <laughs> but, uh, Nina Benina survived long and the Vixen's apparently doing the same. What I loved most about Aquaria's photo was that it was really unexpected. I did not expect that from this, like, <laughs> like Parisian twink. Like, I did not expect that performance, like, at all. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was very good. The, the poop just sealed it. <laughs> it's still gross to think about, but it's so great. Like, well, I'm getting flashbacks of yeah. the, like, um... The season seven, they had those movie things where it was like the John Waters films. Mm-hmm. And they had to do that like poo one. I can't remember the name of the film, but like, I was just like, oh gosh, don't, don't tell Miss Fame. <laughs> That's it. It was the like, don't touch the poop or <laughs> whatever. Um, what I love is that they're obviously told the challenges before they go there. And at one point, Aquarius gone, you know what I'm going to get? Poop. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, or, win it. or she just ran to the bathroom to get paper towels and soaked them in water. And so we get our maxi challenge, which is a ball challenge. So that means 11 people, which means three looks each, which means 33 mm-hmm. looks. Like, what? Too we early? cannot possibly go through every single one of them. Please, no. Could you imagine if Colin was on this episode? <laughs> <laughs> He would have no idea who anyone was. <laughs> but were there you, are some standouts, definitely. Were you guys shocked, though? Because I was, like, still kind of blown away when I saw the episode title. Like, Last Fall on Earth was the episode title, and I was like, what? Already? Now? Uh, yeah, totally. I didn't think that we needed the summer or the wilderness one. Like, the end of day Martian one. Like, that was, that was enough. That would have been cool. Um... Yeah, I was surprised that we had three looks with this many people. Like, sure, we could do a ball, but, like, to have three looks, it's a lot. Well, it didn't get, because, like, it's not really a, a proper ball. Because, from what yeah. I know, is that they knew about, like, they had prepared their summer and winter looks already. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have to make them from scratch. Like, they wasn't a normal ball challenge. They only had yep. to make the one from scratch, so it's, like, not even a true, like, ball performance like you would see at the final four or five or whatever. Yeah, totally. I, it wasn't really clear. Like, it sort of indicated that they were going to be making them all from scratch, but then um, from what we saw on the runway with those first two looks, you could see that, um, like, some were, like, pre-prepared and people made comments of, I've been waiting to show this off. Yeah, I'm just doing, I was a little shocked. I'm still shocked that we had a ball already, but... Hmm. But it, the thing that upset me most, it was, like, literally just another repeat of the, the first episode. Like, just recreate a look on the runway. And it's, like, similar people at the top, similar people at the bottom, almost. That's true. I wonder if they're doing this because in, uh, like, some recent seasons, there's often not, like, the sewing challenge until quite late. And then it's somebody's undoing. And I guess they kind of get, like, overlooked as not being able to create a look from scratch. So maybe they want a bit more emphasis on that. They want, like, the winner of this season to be someone who can create their own aesthetic from the ground up. 
You bitch. <laughs> it's it's during this as well that they have the accent conversation, and I love, I love that like Monet Exchange just says one thing, and everyone just piles on her, and she has to defend her point of view about where the English accent came from. It's so great. Yeah, like Asia and Monique heard that, went, well, that's wrong, and just piled on her. It was so funny. And so what? Uh, what's your take on it, Rossi and Brian? Where where did the accent come from? Queen, obviously. <laughs> she is the origin of the English accent. <laughs> Originated the language. Well, I did look it up, because I don't want to come in here stupid and talk about it. Right, so... Yeah, like, obviously the language comes from England. It is English. Um, but what Monet doesn't do a very good job of explaining, because she kind of says, like, and then they all got the British accent. It was evolution. And they're like, what about the movies? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Monet actually does have truth in what she's saying in that the American accent um, is closer to what the British accent would have been at the time that the UK colonized america but then it was after that that they came up with received pronunciation which is the proper english and then that became more prevalent in the uk because it was seen as higher class so the british accent did evolve because of that and became got further away from the accent that it was when they moved to america <laughs> where, did, where did the first accent come from do you think like two people just sat around and was like i want to <laughs> And someone's like, nah, that sounds shit. I'm going to say it this way. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what about this? Oh, nailed it. That's how we want to talk. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was. I did love the conversation between them because, like, I could see where Monet was coming from, but she was doing a terrible job at explaining what she would have been told in school, which I imagine is, is something along those lines. But they came to the colonize and crystallize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She wasn't helping herself there. <laughs> hey, she wasn't reading books. She was turning looks. Yeah. Was she? True that. Was yeah. she? <laughs> she wasn't. Not this episode. <laughs> Not in any episode. Um, we also get the um, Miss Vanjie. Vanjie again. <laughs> it's Vanjie. still... Oh, I love it. Um, I saw a really funny picture on the internet that was like all the languages next to the flags of how you say goodbye. So like the English one is like, <laughs> um, and then it's got the rainbow flag, and then it's like, <laughs> I hope this runs all season. It's so good. Like, how can she not be brought back? Like, she she has to get another another shot. So yeah. good. Uh, I think she's got the potential for like a Shangela. I mean, this is what happened to her, right? I haven't seen this season. Where yeah. she just like, they just like throw her in season 11 just for fun. Yeah, bring her back in a box. <laughs> oh, good. But just to be clear, like, if she wasn't eliminated episode one, she would have 100% been eliminated this episode, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we didn't really lose much. I feel like. <laughs> Like that was not the winner in any sort of alternate universe. That's going to be like fourth, like fourth out. Yeah, totally. I mean, at this point, Miss Vanjie can't be upset by how this all turned out for her because she's 
right now she's like one of the most popular things to talk about on the internet. Somebody Absolutely. asked me who this he was, like who like doesn't watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Isn't like isn't gay, and they're just like, who's Miss Vanjie? And I was like, well, let me <laughs> let me show you this YouTube video. <laughs> Excellent. It's a new catchphrase. Let's turn up. Yeah. Uh, we Let's also. I'm like. I was gonna say we also get um, Asia, at this point becoming the mother and not doing any work on her own stuff, which is her undoing in the challenge. She's going for Miss Congeniality or something here. I mean, it seems like it comes natural to her to help people, but I don't know, Blather ain't winning. Her looks were bad. I did not like them. I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of the Tweety Bird one, but her end of days Martian one, not a fan. Um, like, when she's like, popped up the bubbles, I'm like, don't spit on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michelle didn't seem to like that either. No, no, not glamorous, not ball-esque behavior. I I was I was quite terrified for my winner pick. Seeing her come out in those outfits, all of them, I was like, uh, I mean, maybe the like the um, Miami one was okay, but like the first one as well. With it was kind of like you know like flesh tone with pom pom balls on it. Yeah. It was kind of like a nude look. It was weird um, and looked very basic. I yeah, I was very disappointed in her on the. Uh, on the runway, but behind the scenes, like this, she was coming across, you know, very positively. People were talking favorably of her, um, saying how, you know, great she was at helping them. Which is probably what saved her. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really nice that everybody backed her up. Yes. I think that does speak volumes that, you know, half the people on stage with her said, yeah, she helped everyone. No one disputed that. Yeah. Yeah. BB, take some notes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Asia, Asia could definitely win though like Asia's still in the running yeah yeah I'm regretting my winner pick now so who is your winner pick Russell? um Monet <laughs> oh no I reckon Monet could also bounce back <laughs> yeah this was not her week but she will I think she'll be strong again next week I think she'll be back up on top we'll see we'll see also, at this point, we're getting a lot of Aquaria this episode. Obviously, it's a big episode for Aquaria. But when we're getting these, like, confessionals saying, you know, Cracker is like, oh, she's just putting fabric on a bra and stuff like that. I'm, like, actually like, oh, so Aquaria is lip syncing this episode. That's why we're seeing so much of Aquaria. Am I alone in thinking that I thought Aquaria was going to be in the bottom, too? Yeah, definitely. Um, no, you're not alone. Um, I also was like, oh, Aquaria, this is not looking good for you. And even when she was just holding the lightning bolt in front, I was like, that doesn't look that great. But she definitely deserved this win. Every single one of her looks was on point. Her first one with the giant braid, the like natural Libre one, was hilarious. I loved it. It was so good. I, I did like Aquaria's looks, and I think that she deserved to be in the top. I liked Miss Crackers more. Um, so I thought that she might take it out. Um, but yeah, I think it is interesting how everyone's talking about Aquarium was talking about her look, sort of doubting it. You know, Monique had a comment as well of, you know, like, like, what are you doing with that? Okay. <laughs> like there's a lot of doubt. So I don't know if it's the kind of edit where it's the younger queen that is, uh, underestimated by a lot of the rest of them. 
I honestly guess that the, the confused looks come from that fact that Aquaria is so different than every single other person there, I would say. We also Can get... we acknowledge that there were 33 looks tonight and that RuPaul <laughs> fucking smashed all of them? RuPaul <laughs> looked incredible. I thought it was makeup. I think it was actually like a sock or something that was on on her face. Like, I think it was fabric. It wasn't makeup. Um, but it was so good. Every single time RuPaul has walked out on the stage this week, has uh, uh, the season has been amazing. Yeah, it was like a tea cozy for your face. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I guess we're getting into it. But I hated it. <laughs> really? It, okay, I didn't hate like it's, I like um recently people were like getting into RuPaul because they were not like had never done like any of the club kid esque stuff and so like that's obviously what this was, like a club kid look. But that was like the ugliest print like <laughs> It is, like, bad acid trip realness. Like, that is what I got. <laughs> now that should be a runway. Bad I felt acid like trip Valentina was sitting at home being, <laughs> I felt like Valentina was sitting at home being like, what, so I'm not allowed to wear a mask, but you can wear that shit on your face. <laughs> but we saw her lips. That's it, yeah. Exactly. That's, that's the important part, I guess. Um, but I thought it was hilarious, too, just people making comments like, when Mayhem comes out on the runway, she's like, and I can see that Rue is living for this. And it just comes to Rue. Whose <laughs> face you cannot see. <laughs> yeah, so I thought it was quite funny. Um, I mean, yeah, it's something you can only really do once, right? So I was happy for it to happen. I, I, I see what you mean about the print. Like, the, the face mask uh, print maybe wasn't great, but, like, the dress was stunning. I don't know why. You guys are on acid. That was <laughs> Hey, you guys dissed the best look from last week, so I can diss this look this week. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, fair. Only fair. <laughs> like, 3,000 walkthroughs this episode, and I was like, up, oh, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. <laughs> but I did like that we got a little bit of shade um, when Asia was talking to RuPaul, and Asia didn't name drop Fifi at all, just completely disregarded Fifi completely, and I love that. Yeah, this I was waiting a, for Fifi to be mentioned. It's a whole new culture. I did not realize that drag queens had families um, and last names that they adopted. I did not know this so much. So what happened when like, Vanessa walks in with Mateo? Like, yeah, I think it's been most obvious this season because we've had a few people like this season where they've got a last name that we've heard before. Um, I certainly didn't know it existed before watching Drag Race. Um, and it makes me wonder, like, do the drag queens in Australia do this as well? Or is it an American thing? I don't know. We'll, we'll, yeah, I don't know. We'll get the um, encyclopedia. Yeah. <laughs> the one with the dust. Britannica. Do drag, drag queens from Australia sound the same when they go to America? Do their accents change? <laughs> <laughs> Have they evolved? Have they evolved? Have they crystallized? <laughs> just as they enter the country, they just start... They're in the mid-sentence, and they just start going, Benji. (laughs) (laughs) That's how they leave the plane. Benji. (laughs) In case of emergency. Benji. (laughs) Benji. They just have this gross-looking, like, flower-looking life safety vest under their seats. There has to be a Benji runway next season, right? Season 11. (laughs) 
Like a, a disappearing <laughs> act or something, like a nude illusion, like a disappearing. <laughs> or it'll be incorporated into a acting challenge for sure. Has to. Oh yeah, that's gonna be a quote. It's gonna be a reference. Like they've already referenced like Bonita Brown, like the last two seasons. So there's no way they're not gonna include Banji. Yeah. Um, we also learned that Asia's parents are dead. R.I.P. That's sad. Um, mm-hmm. and that Aquaria doesn't have a sugar daddy. Yeah. This- it seems really weird the way that Miss Cracker was bringing it up. You know, it's it's a bit, like, gossipy. I don't know, I felt like Aquaria handled it well. And it, it seemed like something that could be very tense between the two of them. But, I don't know, they seem to be, like, smiling or still at the end of it. But yeah, it just seemed weird to be like, is it true that you have a sugar daddy? Cause this I don't I... think it is, but is it true? <laughs> well, yeah, it wasn't accusatory, yeah. like, at all. I heard. So, like, you don't put the blame on you. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was just playful conversation, especially the way that they all it, played it off. Yeah, totally. And then, like, Miss Krager saying, like, that she's, you know, okay with the sugar daddy. And the way she looks at the camera. <laughs> and she's Excellent. like, I'm not trying to steal that look from Aquaria, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like things are going okay between the two of those. The two of them. And quieter episode for the Vixen as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if you watched Untucked, but I mean, she made up for it then. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I didn't watch it. Yeah. Untucked was basically the Vixen ripping into Eureka, and it's just the two of them just, I don't know, bitching at each other, basically. Why? What's she on about now? It's, it was literally like, like, why do you have a problem with me? Why do you have a problem with me? That kind of deal. Oh. Why are you mad, though? <laughs> yeah. Why are you mad? Girl, I ain't mad, you mad. (laughs) Yes. Exactly that. Bury that. Um, We didn't talk about it last week, Ryan, but did you guys notice that RuPaul was sounding, like, so sick last episode? Oh, no. I didn't notice. Like, sounded, like, no voice. Like, at the end of the episode, it was like, you're safe. Like, it was so quiet, so, like, <laughs> like not, like, present at all. I, I encourage everyone to go back and, like, re-listen to the episode as, like, at the very end. It sounded like, I don't even, like, a hoarse voice or whatever. And this episode is, like, yeah. really different. It's like, what? How long was it break? I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that, you know how, like, every week it's, you know, it's like a new week in the workroom. I'm pretty sure they're only actually filmed three or four days apart. I don't think they are full weeks. Cause oh, no. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. So I'm surprised if he. I thought he was sick. That sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's just like better. Like what? It was all pre-recorded. Maybe the mask is like medicated. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Prue looks absolutely terrible <laughs> from whatever they were coming down with. They just needed to cover the entire face. That's why it was such an ugly print. <laughs> These puffy eyes. Quick, guys, I need to wear this outfit. Change the challenge. Change the challenge. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's why we had a ball so early. Yes, that's it. But, Rue, that's for the final five. I don't care. (laughs) Look at my face. (laughs) We'll see what happens next week. We solved the mystery. We'll see what RuPaul turns out next week. But it will not top the Tweety Bird, so it's not going to (laughs) matter. So I guess we could run through, not all the outfits, because I don't even remember all of them, but just highlights and lowlights throughout the entire challenge. Um, 
One of you guys can just go. It can be a chance to remember them. Uh, Monet blowing the, like, mist from her mouth. I was like, ooh, that's so nice. And then Dusty Ray and Asia also tried to spit. And I was like, no, stop. Don't do that. It's gross. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) um, Like, Aquaria wins. Miss Cracker was also very good. Um, I love... I didn't. I wasn't such a huge fan of the uh, spaceman outfit. I didn't think that was very good. Um, uh, Eureka's end of days Martian extravaganza, eleganza. I thought was very, very, very good and kind of glossed over. Yeah. And um, I thought the vixen was terrible once again. Um, and I just felt like when she was safe, I was like, how? How is she safe? That's not fair. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think much of Vixens. Like the queer plastic bikini with the fan, I was like, "Yeah, it's okay." Um, but then, like the next two looks, I think were just like very basic and like forgettable. Like I can't, I can't really remember what they were. It was a white dress, which a lot of people for the like Miami summer look went with like the white, like frozen goddess kind of look so I, th- yep. I think a lot of them came across a bit samey yep. um but i think vixen she had like a black cape that went with it so i don't know it looked, it looked all right you know the person who i'm most disappointed in was actually blair sinclair i'm starting to worry because i i said last week that now we're a couple episodes in i think blair sinclair could potentially win but mm-hmm. i think it's starting to come across a little bit samey and I think this okay. was very evident when you have three looks back to back that all have that same kind of look. And I was really disappointed by the 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 last look, which was basically just like a pink, like, like silky dress, type look. I didn't. I was disappointed. Yeah, I I agree with Blair. The um like the Miami look, like she just had like the like rabbit fur coat on but she didn't have anything underneath to show us so it was yeah. just she literally just wore the coat the whole runway um yeah. this this is the first time she hasn't been in the top three yeah well i think that's fair mm, yeah i didn't necessarily think that monet should have been in the bottom oh i did <laughs> oh like remind me of her other looks like i remember her red one which i didn't think was that bad Okay, so the red vinyl at the end was, I think, quite terribly made. Um, it wasn't shapely at all, and yeah, just well, just wasn't very neat. Um, previous to that, she had the white ball dress with a fur coat and crown, which did look nice, but the same as what a lot of people wore. Um, and the first look was like a neon green one piece, which was nothing. Uh-oh. It was literally just a leotard. Yeah, that was terrible. Okay, I take it back. <laughs> Yeah, and I think rightfully so that Dusty was in the bottom as well. Like, I just, it, it really was a case of just missing the mark um, with what the looks should have been. Yep. Yeah. I'm surprised you guys are so anti the clear look. I love that look from the Vixen. Yeah, I think that one was okay. The other two I just thought were. It's the best one, I mean. Much. But. It's the clear <laughs> the one with the big fan? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. That came out, and I like because when when she does something good, I'm like, uh, I hate yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> but I did think I was like, that's okay, that's pretty good. And we have to give kudos to the third 
top third, the third of the top three, Cameron, for turning out three incredible looks again. Yeah, I think Cameron's doing amazingly, um, but just is maybe not like being noticed as much. Um, yeah, like just really stunning. Like what? Uh, yeah. Googling it. Um, so Cameron's first look, which I think looked absolutely stunning, and it was just a white bikini, um, but with like the white sun hat and then sort of like the purple flowy shirt um, that like came down as a cape. Um, I, I just think she looked gorgeous in that. And then completely different look. Um, the next one was like a metallic bodysuit um, with again white fur coat, like everybody else. But the bodysuit looked incre- uh, incredible. Um, the last one, it was. Like she was on the phone with the sort of like the headpiece and being like a I don't know sexy ser- secretary on Mars. Um, so I feel like that one maybe could have uh, had a bit more to it. Um, but otherwise, like just three very like well constructed looks. I thought. But we've she had just, like she just can't win, right? Because she's quiet. Yeah, I, I don't know. This time, I don't think she wins, but I think she's going to continue to do see well for a while. Cameron and Michael's being in that you know, Violet Tchotchke kind of way, where Violet didn't soar in any of the kind of acting challenges, but, like, on the runway kind of really delivered, and that's what really sold the brand of Violet. I think that's why Violet kind of did really well, and not because... no Violet's not known for acting, so... Obviously, Cameron was in the bottom three last week for acting. Yeah, that's true. And I obviously will always defend my girl Cracker to the death, because she was incredible... Like, Hula Girl was incredible. The Star Wars look was incredible. And I love the yeah. spacesuit. Like, I thought it was so perfect. Like, because everyone else was giving, like, this futuristic thing. And I felt like Miss Cracker was, like, literal. And I loved, like, there weren't too there, She was the only one who did literal, and I liked that. Yeah, yeah she's like the kid that turns up on, uh, like, to a team's birthday party in the costume. And everyone else is, like, being like, nah, I'm not dressing to the team. She's like, oh, <laughs> shit, I'm I need a change of clothes. I'm, I'm thinking Bean Girls when Lindsay rocks up to the Halloween party and they're all dressed in their yeah. skanky kitty cat attire and she's actually dressed like as something terrific. I've been, I just, because this is very Bender Creme of me, but, you know, like people, how they're running throughout it, I'm like, could there be a scoring system for their track record? Um, and I'll say with what I did come up with, which was like five points if you win, minus five points if you're in the bottom th- uh, bottom two and you have to lip sync for your life, and then plus two if you're in the top three, minus two if you're in the, the bottom three. And Miss Cracker and Blair St. Clair come out on top with that. So, like, neither of them have won, but they've both of them have been in the top three, uh, three times, which is a very good running. Well, I have this scoring system on the Drag Race Wiki, oh, okay. which is called, like, Dusted or Busted. Yep. And so you get a point for being high, like a tops, but not winning. You get two points for winning, one point for low, negative one point for low, um, negative two for bottom two, and elimination. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. That's... The only problem yeah, with it... I was just rewarding winners with more. <laughs> the only problem is, like, it's not... It's really based on your episodes. So, like, Vanessa's probably going to have a better score than someone who lands in the bottom three, three times. It's yeah. all kind of hit or miss, but I thought it was... It's, it's yeah, true, true, true. Yeah. But as for, like, who's still in it, it gives you... Yeah. A sense kind of, of like, where they're at. Yeah. And, oh, Asia, when she came out with the... the What is it? Martian Extravaganza Eleganza. <laughs> 
Did I say that the wrong way around? I don't know. No, the... The extravaganza. The, um... Oh, the the first one. Whatever the first one was. I couldn't think of the name. Yeah, so Alaskan Winter Realness, which is the bikinis. Yeah, she looked like an arts and crafts project. Yeah, she did. Like summer camp. Uh, summer I know, camp fashion. She was talking about like how she sews for all these people, and she does it as a job. Like sewed for Alyssa and Kennedy, Gladys Knight, ice skaters. And then she comes out on the runway, and it's so disappointing. Like, and she said she didn't get to finish it, but I don't know what the finished look was going to be like. I feel like it still wouldn't have been that good. Maybe that was a very last minute. Like, I've got this leotard, I've got pom-poms, here we go. Mm. She's lucky that she wasn't in the bottom two, because that was not good. Yeah, it would have been... I don't know how... We haven't seen her lip sync, so we'll see how that goes, but I feel like she would have been fine. She would have survived. I don't think she would have been eliminated this episode. But she was lucky that she was safe. Well, yeah, but I mean, if she was up against Monet, like, Monet turned it out. Well, you don't know, Asia can... Yeah, yeah. Eureka. Mm -hmm. I know it's her thing, but I cannot stand the fucking loaf. The what? Like, what she calls her hair. I hate it. It's so good. (laughs) <laughs> sell me sell me <laughs> someone sell me on it oh um, I just think it's like very iconic to Eureka um I'm like I'm a I'm a big hair girl I think like these little what did they call what Monet wears on her head like the they they, they call it something like the the real kind of like I want to talk to your manager type short haircuts um <laughs> Uh, the, whereas, like, nope, the bigger the better. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not selling it on you. I'm not selling it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it probably works for Eureka, like, with her size, like, having hair that goes up like that. I think just, you know, probably, you know, makes her whole look work better. Like, I couldn't imagine her wearing, like, you know, long, flat hair. I think <laughs> that just would not look nice on her. Um, so it, it's, it probably is a good choice for her. Um, I, th- I think it's fine, you know, it's it's nice to be able to find something that is your aesthetic that you can be recognized for, um, it's very like Ursula um, from Little Mermaid, so, I don't know, I think, I think she works it. But where is the Michelle saying, like, we're, we want diversity, like, she called mm. out Max for the grey wigs, Aja for this, and like, so-and-so, like, where's the call-out, why are we not getting that? Uh, look, it could happen, I reckon if she... She does it again, then it'll probably get a mention. Yeah, what about Cracker and the blonde hair? Yeah, true. I don't, yeah, I don't know. It, it feels like some people can get away with it, and then other times, I don't know, Michelle takes an issue <laughs> with someone's aesthetic. Yeah, she, she she went hard for the dots, but, like, everything else has been light. And, yeah, and then the dots were gone. I wonder how Dusty feels about that, that, you know, sort of listened to that and was like, okay, I won't do dots, and then you know, really didn't stamp that as, like, their aesthetic. Too late now. I think it was, like, in season six, um, Michelle or someone else called out Bianca for doing some, like, weird makeup thing, and then Bianca immediately stopped. And, like, I I feel like Bianca was like, I stopped because I'm just going to do it when they're not, when I'm not on the show, like. Mm, Yeah. For, like, like a a month or two months, I'm just not going to do it. It's fine. Yeah. And I guess it worked for her can't blame her uh so 
we get Aquaria as the winner. Any surprises, shocks? No, deserved it. Yeah, I think it's well earned. I think surprising in the edit, but obviously based on the performance, I quite I think so. I think Miss Cracker would. I thought they were going to both win for a second, and I was like, come on. <laughs> the, but RuPaul yeah. did that like tease thing of like, oh, here's your like witty comment about your performance. And then Aquaria, right away, you win. And then it's like, oh, Miss Cracker was built up for nothing. Yeah. And then we get Dusty and Monet in the bottom, which I think was fair. Like, Asia was bad, but I, I think after a win last week, it's pretty fair to leave yeah, totally. her safe. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure at this point that Dusty's going home, which is fine. Yeah, I'm confident that Monet wins this lip sync as we go into it. But is that before the song or after the song? Because... Like, before it started, I was, you know, when I saw who the bottom two were, I was like, okay, Dusty's gone. My only concern was, was like, where was the edit? Where was Dusty this episode? I know, yeah. very quiet. No also, professionals. Count the alarm. Not an easy song to lip sync to. Um, mm, no. Like, rapping in Nicki Minaj, that's, that's <laughs> pretty hard to... Um, Keep up with. Very excited for this song. I love it. I know. As soon as I heard it, I was like, oh my god, Carl's going to be up. He's going to be dancing. Carl <laughs> loves this song. I want the lip sync. Yes. Well, we were saying last week, we can be determined that I would win a lip sync between Ryan and I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess we answered who would win this lip sync. It would be Kyle, not Monet or Dusty. <laughs> And I think oh. it's fair to say that Colin would beat me, you, or... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the rest of the drag queens everywhere. He's turning out lurks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't get it. I'm not in with the reference of the of the lurk. <laughs> I but it was not even a reference. It's like, it hey, like, like I want to. I want. He's the queen. He's just like yes. I want people to sound like this now. <laughs> He's evolving the language, crystallizing yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll now pronounce it lurk. Yes. I'm just, uh, I'm just presenting this look. Oh, do you mean lurk? <laughs> yeah. Spread the word. And it's now called doulas. That's how the accent started. They're like, do you want to turn this look? No, no, lurk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, that went down. <laughs> that's, how, that's what the cavemen were saying until we changed it. <laughs> Who knows? Rue was there. Someone comes home dragging home the meat for the family dinner, and the, the wife's just like, oh, you look nice. <laughs> lurk. Oh, lurk at that. <laughs> but um, we can talk about who wasn't turning a lurk, Monet. <laughs> but she did deliver an epic lip sync. How, yeah, how incredible so was that good. fake out? Yes. Yeah, so good. That's when you know. Like that's that's when you know. Like, all right, Monet's safe. Yeah, when the judges are cracking up like that, um, she just she had everything going. Um, there was that little like when Nikki says sneaker in the song, and she kind of did that donkey kick that Monet and yeah. Eureka were playing around with earlier in the workroom. I was like, all right, that's that makes sense. We were just talking about that. You know, it seemed like an odd scene beforehand but then she like pulls the move out on stage and i'm like okay i get it um and the breath mask yeah yeah and it just proves it's not about how much you can death drop or anything like that like it's all about entertainment 
Um, and you could see Dusty start to like tailspin the minute she kind of realized that it wasn't going her way. Like I felt like it was really awkward by the end. Yeah, Dusty's was very one note. She kind of took the approach of this like you know kind of insane like over enthusiastic performance, but it just stayed on that level. You know, with a lot of like handshaking and wide eyes. Anyone getting um, callbacks to Valentina with the red mask? <laughs> yeah, I, I, and Valentina's sitting at the thing being like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I always wanted Monet to like start with an NML. Um, <laughs> just for that reaction from the judges. Uh, but it works perfectly the way that she sort of like grasped at it to, you know, gasp for air partway through, especially in a song like this, um, which is so energetic and has so many lyrics that you're spitting out. And at this point, um, RuPaul, after it's over, RuPaul's like, that is what a lip sync for your life is. I was like, what? That didn't seem like the most appropriate time to say that. Like, were the first three that bad? Or like, what, what was I missing? I think it was just a great lip sync by Monet. Was it just yeah, like, Monet? Or was it supposed to be both? Because I feel like you wouldn't just uh, say that for one person. I know. I, know. I, feel like, I feel like, yeah, that statement... You would say that when two people have fought incredibly hard for it and, you know, it's like neck and neck the entire time, um, which I didn't feel was the case. So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the reference was maybe more like, you know, see what Monet did? That's what you have to do. You know, like Dusty really did, you know, give it her all, but there just wasn't enough like dynamic to it. I feel like, you, <laughs> like if we're talking about like lip sync for your life, like it's... Uh, like Alyssa Edwards, Kokomon Trees, like that's a lip sync for your life, not this. Yeah. Which is why yeah. I thought it was weird. Totally. Like, like I get it yeah, from Monet, right. but not both. That's why I thought it was weird that he said it out loud in front of everyone before <laughs> Dusty laughed or before Monet was sick, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. There's definitely been better battles where both participants have, have really just nailed it. Well, for a split second, I was like, oh, is they are they both going to stay now because he said that? And I was like, <laughs> really thrown off. Yeah, I'm glad that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I feel like I liked Dusty, but I wasn't overly enthusiastic about Dusty's aesthetic from the beginning. Um, and I don't think anything particularly impressed me. So this this was okay for me for Dusty to go in this spot. Yeah, we've talked about how Dusty's kind of like a middle-of-the-pack boot, and I feel like we're starting to venture into that territory now of, like, like the queens that aren't train wrecks but aren't probably going to win, and Dusty was one of them. So I didn't think Dusty would go first but of those kind of girls, but mm. here we are. Speaking of Dusty going, we can look to our preseason predictions mm, yes. where we all place Dusty. Um, so Colin had Dusty... In sixth place, so he was quite off the mark. Uh, Brian, you had Dusty in fourth. Oh, shit. <laughs> so you were even further <laughs> off. <laughs> I lose the point. Uh, Kyle, you had uh, Dusty going tenth, so you were actually one off. But Very nice. I had Dusty oh, yes, I going yeah. at eleventh, so right on the money. Oh, no! So for the first time this entire season, Kyle does not get a point in our preseason predictions. 
no. Well, but at least I'm consistently one off the mark so far. I mean, I'm going to be terribly wrong with the Vixen because <laughs> she's down there, num- number two to go. But um, uh, I've got a pair right. right. Um, so right so now, where, how many points does that give you, Rossi? So we're at, you have three, I have two, yep. Ryan has two, and Colin has one. Okay. So we're all pretty close, but obviously there's a lot of people who have people further off than they would like them to be. Obviously, Brian being the main person there, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm screwed. I'm but, screwed. I can't even remember who's at the top. Monique was at the top, Monique was at the top, Asia's at the top. Like, I'm happy with that, but you guys also all had them at the top as well, so... Yeah. Your winner pick is still in the game, though, at the, on the bright side. Colin is not as lucky. That's it. That's the most important. <laughs> yeah. That is true. Uh, yeah. Um, so who do we each have as going next week in 10th place? We have, I have next in 10th. Well, I have Yuha going in 10th, so not going to work out. No, it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> Colin has Eureka going next. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Brian, you have the Vixen up next. Okay. Oh, fingers crossed. And you have Dusty, Kyle. Right. Yeah. So, Mm, okay. Well, yeah, hopefully, I hope that you get the point, <laughs> Brian. <laughs> I would be fine with that. <laughs> yes. Uh, I hope so. Well, we'll see. Artie has a win under their belt, though, so we'll see. Oh, can we talk about what Dusty said when she was leaving? What? I didn't get it. What is warp? Oh. She, she literally just turned around and was like, warp. I think it was like, you know, when you get an answer wrong on a quiz show and it makes like that down sound. It was like, oh, like, wow. Yeah, I think it was like that, I guess. Well, if you didn't recreate the noise there, I wouldn't have remembered. So <laughs> maybe yeah, it was like I, the Family Feud X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe it needed to be more exaggerated. <laughs> I want that to be my exit from Red. Yeah. Turn around and <laughs> No, it's got to be Miss Vanjie. <laughs> yeah. I would love for somebody else to do it. That would be funny. What if I mean, Monet... obviously it doesn't give them their chance for their own thing, but... Yeah. What if Monet leaves and <laughs> just, just like, exchange? Why <laughs> leave your mark when you can leave someone else's? Congratulations on winning RuPaul Drag Race Season 10. <laughs> Have you got anything you'd like to say? Miss Vanjie. <laughs> Vanjie. Oh my god, the whole audience at that live finale is going to be saying it. Oh, it's going to be so good. It's going to be a chorus of like thousands of queens saying <laughs> that at the finale. I can't wait. <laughs> well, if it's like the um, finales of old days, then maybe, but I feel like it's going to be less like televised if it's like the oh, like season 9 was. Yeah. Because all the mm. non-Final Four got was just like a walk out on the stage and that was it. Yeah, true. <laughs> but Valentina probably got the most cheers anyway, so what does it matter? Yeah. <clears throat> so, quickly, top two and top boot of the week, despite having 33 to go through. Um, <laughs> I still oh, don't remember them, uh... so... 
Um, Eureka, no, Aquarius, uh, Natural Libre, I would say is number one. I really, I really liked it. Um, um, oh, I don't know. There were so many. Um, yeah, there's so many to go through. I, I don't know. And RuPaul, RuPaul, RuPaul gets number one. Um, and the, the worst one, I'm going to say probably one of the Vixens. I'm gonna I'm gonna rely on what I know about myself and say I probably like the Vixens the least. Yeah, I mean I'm gonna go with like unfortunate. Uh, one of my boots is definitely Asia's um, like nude look with pom pom balls. Um, that was that was really bad for me. Um, I'd probably also boot actually Monet's Alaskan uh, winter realness with the. Um, just the neon green one piece because I thought there was no effort in that. It looks very basic. Um, for the top, I don't know. Um, like I, uh, like I really like Miss Cracker, but I feel like it was just like consistently through them. Um, maybe, uh, like I'll toot her like Bond girl look, the pink outfit where she had like the scarf and the plain goggles. Because of how she explained that, how was, you know, I'm not just dressing for winter, I'm dressing for survival. Like, she's taking that, like, end of the world theme, like, into this look as well. Any other top one? Um, uh, like, it was basic, but I think Cameron's first look with the, the white bikini and the hat, I just think she looked absolutely gorgeous when she came out in that. So I'll give them a two. My top two will go to Cameron in the winter themed look. Because mm-hmm. I love that. Um, and then my yep. top boot is going to have to be. I'm going to have to go with Monet's Martian. <laughs> that was. I thought that was just awful. But honorable mention, yeah. we'll go to RuPaul. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, wait, you gave her the bad one. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not afraid. <laughs> like, oh, and also honorable mention to the Eureka Loaf, because that's down there, too. So. <laughs> We're like yin and yang, Rossi. What I like, you don't like. What you don't like, what you like, I don't. I think the one thing we don't like is the Vixen. That's the the end of our commonalities. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's your common enemy. But we're not going to poke the bear and run, so. Um, so we have to rate the episode as well. Um, by Ren Bin. I'm, I'm going to rent it. It's, I, 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 I enjoyed it. I feel like where people are at, they gave us good television. Um, people were funny. Um, like, I was, I was enjoying it. I feel like the system doesn't work for you, Kyle, because the other two options are so final, which doesn't, <laughs> isn't really how Kyle lives his life. So, like, I think it's it's too much commitment to buy something and bin it. Um, I'm I'm gonna rent it too. To, I, I don't think I'd ever watch this episode again. Mm-hmm. But that's been. Oh, is it? Well, like I, my my interpretation of it is that buy it is something you own. You watch it again. You'll see it again, like, continually. Rent it is like, yeah, I'll watch it again. 
And then Bennett's like, please, no, go away. I would probably watch Monet's lip sync again. So let's let's stick with Ren. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to bin it, but then I thought, no, it was funny, so I'm going to rent it as well. Like, I, all that accent comment, that, like, whole accent interaction was so funny. Yeah. To not yeah, highly was, rate this episode. So good. Yeah, sorry. I was going to say, like, yeah, like, challenge-wise, like, it's a, you know, it's all runway in this one. I feel like the ones which have performances in it often rank higher. Yeah, not as fun to watch. Because you can't really... Bring on Snatch Game, I say. Yeah. Anything will be better than last Snatch Game that we got, so... Uh, hopefully... They've already, like, kind of previewed, like, who people may pick for Snatch Game, so it's interesting to see how that'll turn out when we get to it. Mm-hmm. But I hope that it's a good. <clears throat> so that's it for this, unless you have any interesting things to share. No. No, no I'm going to go off and practice my donkey kick. <laughs> Your fake splits. <laughs> yes. And get the Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> get some history lessons. English lessons, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. So, as always, stay tuned to the Oz Network for great coverage and other things that I don't know what's going on. Colin just reviewed The Avenger or something with Jamie. It's three hours long if you want to listen to it. <laughs> and other things. Obviously, more Drag Race. Um who knows who will be here next week? Find out. Stay tuned. Ooh. Um, as always, I'm Rossi, and... Ah! Wop! <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, and I'm Brian. Wop, wop. <laughs> I'm Kyle. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.